Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. God taking on the form of flesh. Even human beings don't want people who wear their clothes, the same clothes with them. How much more? God. But God took on the form of man. The creator became the created. It's a mystery. But all it talks about is the deep love of God for our lives. And that is cause to thank God this morning. We thank you, Lord, that you so loved us that you gave your only begotten son, my God, for us to be a, a propitiation for our sin that, Lord, we may not die but live. This morning, on this holy day, we say thank you. Thank you for life. Thank you for our salvation that comes through Jesus. Your name be glorified. Your name be exalted. And this morning, I pray, Father, let the words that are coming out of my mouth by your spirit, my God, impact somebody's life. Change somebody's life. Bring fulfillment of your purpose and destiny into someone's life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. This morning, I'm ministering to a word I've titled, Wise Men Still Seek Jesus. Wise Men Still Seek Jesus. Jesus, reading from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 2, I'll read from verse 1 to 12. The Bible says, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born the king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. And when Herod the king heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, Thou Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, Thou Bethlehem of Judea, are not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor. Hallelujah. So out of thee shall come a governor, and that shall rule my people Israel. And when Herod had privately called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found me, him, bring me word that I may also worship him. And when they heard the king, they departed. And Lord, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding joy. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being one of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Praise the name of the Lord for his word. Hallelujah. Bible says when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judah, Bible says that Three wise men came from the east. They traveled a long journey to come 
to see the king, the newborn king that had been born. Now, these were people who were magi. They were wise men. They were like astrologers, men who always read into the constellations to see the future and what is happening in the spiritual realm or what was manifesting in the world, you know, through um, different means. But they had an insight into the future. And when they saw the star, because they read stars, they realized that a new star had appeared. And they realized that this star was a star of a king. Amen. And they had the knowledge that it was somewhere there where King Herod was king. So, but they followed the star. They followed the star until it came to rest. Then they realized that this is the place. They walked far, coming to seek Jesus, coming to seek the king. Hallelujah. Amen. And if we think of how these men, those days there were no cars. I'm not sure whether they used donkeys or camels or whatever. But then they came seeking Jesus. They made an effort to come and look for where Christ was and to come and worship him. The title of my message once again is Wise Men Still Seek Jesus. Note the still. Wise men still seek Jesus. And, you know, there are certain things that wise people do. If you meet somebody who carries wisdom, or if you meet people of wisdom, there are certain things that they do. If you meet people who are also foolish, pardon my language at this holy pulpit, but it's not me. The Bible talks about wisdom and foolishness, so I'm allowed. If you meet foolish people too, there's a way with them. There's, there's what they do that makes them foolish. And there's a way of wise, that wise people also do that make them wise. So the first thing about wise people is that wise people have an inquiring mind. They're always asking. They're always seeking knowledge. They're always seeking understanding. Wise people do inquire and have an inquiring mind. They came and said, where is he who should be born the king of the Jews? For we have seen his star far off. They could have seen the star and decided to stay where they were. But because they had an inquiring mind, wanted to know more. And yes, knowledge is power. Once you have knowledge about anything, anything could be anything. Whenever you have knowledge about anything in this world, you, you, you become an authority. You have power in that area. So they came seeking this new king. And so wise people have an inquiring mind. And they always seek to know more. Wise people are not satisfied with, with the surface information or what they just see. They want to dig deep. Wise people dig deep to know what really is. Amen. And the book of Proverbs chapter 21 verse 22 says that the wise conquer the city of the strong and level the fortress in which they trust. That means that when we acquire wisdom, it gives us an upper hand in life. Wisdom, or wisdom will always give you an upper hand in life. Wisdom will make you better in life than those without wisdom. He said the wise, those who are wise, they conquer the city of the strong. It doesn't matter the strength of the soldiers or um, people who guard a city. When with wisdom, wise people are able to conquer it in battle <clears throat> and raise the raise down the citadels or the fortresses in which they trust. That means that wisdom 
is greater than brute strength. You are not here with me this morning. Wisdom is greater than brute strength. Battles are not won by brute strength. Otherwise, any strong person can win any battle. Even in boxing, you will see a very strong boxer. Big muscles, macho. And sometimes the person he is paired with may not be as macho as he is, but they are on the same level. And the big one will be trying, whom, whom, whom. And the little one will be dodging, dodging, dodging. Before you know, uppercut, boom, TKO. We're chala to her. Because it's about strategy. It's about strategy. Not just because you are strong. It's about strategy. Yeah, so they learn footworks and all that. So they can, you know, cut down the, 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 the opponent. It doesn't matter how strong you are. Wisdom will always beat the strong. And that is why these wise men sought Jesus. Because they wanted to know more, have more wisdom. Amen. Wisdom is so important for us. And when the Holy Spirit laid this on my heart for today, I said, Lord, but this is not a Christmas message. They say any message can be a Christmas message. But then we, 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 he's looking to impart into us the wisdom of seeking Jesus, of still seeking Jesus. Because some people will start well, but not finish well. Some of us, we start by seeking Jesus, but it comes to a point, you let go. You are not seeking Jesus. You seek other things and leave him behind. But then it is important that we as believers should continue still seeking Jesus. One day, Jesus said something to his disciples, and Thomas showed that he had an inquiring mind. There was some wisdom with him. We call him Doubting Thomas, but it was just because he also had some kind of wisdom that made him always, you know, always have an inquiring mind. And so he said he would not believe until he sees. Because the man had an inquiring mind. Jesus said in John 14, 1 to 6, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, ye also believe in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? It, it, it was truth. We don't know where you are going. We don't know where you are going. And you say, we'll come to you. How, how can we come to you if we don't know the way? Then Jesus gave him an answer. You see, until you ask, you will not be told. Until you seek, you will not find. Until you knock, it probably will not be open to you. But he had an inquiring mind and desired more knowledge. And knowledge, I said to you, is power. So he said, but we don't know where you are going. So tell us. And then Jesus said, this, these great words, which we repeat all the time. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way, the truth. We quote it often. But it was because Thomas asked. He said, no man comes to my father, the father, except through me. So Jesus, at that time, gave one of the strongest revelations for salvation. Because somebody dared to inquire. The wise seek knowledge. Amen. The wise seek knowledge and the truth in life, we seek, wise people seek knowledge and truth in life. And when you have received knowledge, what it does, that knowledge prospers you. So wisdom will prosper you. Amen. Wisdom, Bible says, is a principal thing or is a paramount thing. The most important thing that you need in life. By wisdom, you overcome all things. By wisdom, you win every battle. So the Bible says, get wisdom. We must seek wisdom and get wisdom. And so with all your all, all wisdom, get also understanding. He said, lift up wisdom, exalt it, 
and she will promote you. Wisdom will promote you from where you are today where, to where you should be. A lot of people are not where they should be because of wrong choices, lack of wisdom, you know, lack of wisdom. I don't want this one, I don't want to go deep. It's Christmas, everyone should be happy. So it's a happy word. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> it's a happy day. Amen. But you see, wisdom, when exalted, the Bible says, will preserve you. Your life will be preserved by wisdom. It is wisdom that keeps you from jumping into the ocean where you can't swim. Somebody to get there with friends and just to show off that, hey, is that, you jump into the ocean, you know you can't swim. And then when they bring her, could you swim, can you swim? No, I can't swim. So why did you jump in? I wanted to swim. That one, there's a word for it. Amen. So wisdom will preserve you. Wisdom is a principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all your getting, get understanding. So when you exalt wisdom, wisdom will lift you up, promote you. And wisdom will bring you honor in life. Because you embrace, if you embrace wisdom, wisdom will exalt you and promote you. And so wisdom will also give to your head an ornament of grace, a crown of pure gold, a crown of glory, wisdom will put upon you. We see many people in certain positions of honor. Why? Because they apply a certain wisdom. What is the difference between somebody who's paid a thousand Ghana cities and someone who's paid, let's say, five, um, 50,000 Ghana cities? It's their knowledge. It's the knowledge. Amen. It's the knowledge they have. Because if people don't know something and you know it, you have the upper hand. And people will pay for what they don't know. So when you have wisdom, wisdom will lift you up. And for the youth here, I'm telling you these things you must understand. You finish your first degree and you say, oh, mommy says, oh, I don't want to go to school. No, I'm tired of learning. By the time you are 55, you would have wished you had gone for that second degree. When you are, you are sitting in an office and little small girls and boys are coming, chup, 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 and they are promoted over you, then you, you become a BHA people pulling the children down. <laughs> because when you were supposed to, you didn't. And there's, there's timing. Wisdom will teach you the benefit of timings. Because when you have wisdom and you get knowledge and understanding, understanding will teach you how to apply you know, wisdom to, and different things to the timings of your life. The sons of Issachar, the Bible says that there were men who knew the times. They had an understanding of the times and seasons. And because of that, they knew what to do. And because they had an understanding, they knew what to do. They became heads of their tribes. They were leaders. No people want to pick a leader who doesn't know anything. So say, what should we do? I don't know. You don't know. We can't follow you. But wisdom will lift you up. I pray this morning that we, like the Magi, will still seek Jesus, still seek wisdom. Hallelujah. We, we want to live a life full of wisdom. I always thank my mother for a very long time, as far as I can remember, she's always praying wisdom, wisdom. And she say, wisdom, me in prayer. The other place where she was putting the wisdom, I don't even want to mention here. But she's giving, she always prays for wisdom for us. You know, and when she, when she was, I mean, as far as I can, I didn't understand what she was about. Until I grew up, I said, yes. You see, because without wisdom, it would be difficult to manage your life. You keep on failing, falling flat on your face and failing. But wisdom will, will teach you, amen, will teach you the right thing. Moses, Psalm, Psalm 90, I don't want to read all of it, but I want to read the verse 12. She says, so teach us to number our days 
so that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. He said, our days that God has given unto us on this earth, they are numbered, but God should teach us and give us an understanding that our days are few, so that we will apply our hearts unto wisdom. We will live by wisdom and be able to fulfill our life's purpose and be able to, to win in life. Wisdom will do that for us. Teach us to number our days so that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Sometimes we think that we will live forever. And so we have time. Nobody has time because we don't know when God is going to call us. <clears throat> so in the few years, as Moses said, that we have here on earth, you must apply wisdom to your life, the mind of God to your life, what God desires, what God is leading, what the word of God says. And if you apply your heart unto wisdom, it doesn't matter the number of your days, you will fulfill your purpose. Somebody can live to be 90. And the whole 90 years of the person's life was, the person that I said, uh, uh, don't you remember this person? Which one? Which one? But I'm looking at the people that, not when you die, you, but whilst you are still alive, when they say this name, oh, we know him. Oh, we know her. Not for a bad reason, no, but because you are living a certain life of wisdom that is making you impact your generation, that is making you stand out, not for the show. But then you yourself, your life comes into fulfillment. Are we together this morning? Put your hands together and celebrate Jesus this morning. Wise men still seek Jesus. So we need to live our lives by wisdom. And not just live our lives by wisdom, but build up. You see, wisdom will build your, your life up. Will build you up. Wisdom, the wisdom of God will never take you down. Never. Wisdom will never take you down in life. Wisdom will lift you up. And so we must build up our lives according to the wisdom of God, according to the mind of God, according to the direction of the spirit of God. And when you have decided to build your life by wisdom, what comes to you? Establishment. You, your life will be established. Your, the work of your hands will be established. Build up your family according to wisdom. And your family will be established. Hallelujah. You will build up your family and you will use your hands to tear your family down. But sometimes people do that. They build up their families. And then in a the moment of lack of wisdom, they tear down their families. May not, that not be your portion. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 11 to 12 says, Wisdom is even better when you have money. When you have money and you have wisdom. Kai, that is a plus. Put your hands together and thank the Lord. And I say, Lord, give me wisdom. Lord, give me money. Hey, I see these people here want money. Lord, give me wisdom and give me money. The preacher says that wisdom is even better when you have money. So both are of benefit as you go through in life. Money and wisdom. Because when you have money and you know what to do with it because you have wisdom, you do better things, you do good things. If you have money and you don't have wisdom, you waste it and you destroy yourself. In fact, I remember, I think one of my lessons in psychology, they said that, they said that getting a lot of money at once can make people go crazy, misbehave. Becoming poor at once can also take people, you know, like that, they, they go crazy because, you know, it's severe, because unexpected. Can you imagine, I call you and I give you $3 million, things will come to your mind. I want to do this, I want to do That's why the, the, the artists in, um, in, in America, some of them and boxers, they get millions. But you hear one day they are bankrupt. 
But you can't think it's possible. And I'm sure if you got those millions, you will never become bankrupt. Because as for Ghanaians, no matter what, the wisdom of your father and mother, it be womb. Yeah, bear watch. You can't go bankrupt. But they manage it perfectly to be bankrupt. And then they'll write, this person is bankrupt. After winning so many matches and you know, all having labels, and they die because of that extreme fall. They spend the money on drugs. That is lack of wisdom. So wisdom, beloved, is important. We need wisdom. He says that money is good, but when you have wisdom and money, you can get almost anything. But he says, but only wisdom can save your life. Oh, are we together? He, he picks up the goodness of money with wisdom. But he says that money can save your life, but wisdom can save your life. So therefore, but he's putting wisdom over money. Hello? So I'm saying to you this morning by the word of God that wise men still wisdom, according to Proverbs 8, and, and I want to give everyone a homework, that when you go home, take the Bible, open to Proverbs chapter 8, and read the whole chapter. But in Proverbs chapter 8, it talks about the call of wisdom. That wisdom is calling unto us. And understanding raises a voice, calling unto us. He says that wisdom is here at the, at the edge of the road. Wisdom is in the, in the town. Wisdom is everywhere calling us. That choose me. Choose me rather than silver. Choose me rather than gold. Choose me. Choose understanding. Choose wisdom. Amen. He says that, listen, he says, for wisdom is far more valuable than rubies. Nothing you desire on earth can compare to it. Amen. He said, common sense and success belong to me. Insight and strength are mine. Because of me, kings reign and rulers make just decrees. Wisdom is a paramount thing. So rulers lead with my help and nobles make right judgments. I love all who love me. Wisdom says she loves anybody who loves her. And those who search, those who seek, will diligently find me. Put your hands together and thank God. I'm talking to you about wisdom this morning. Amen. He says, I walk in righteousness, wisdom speaking, and in paths of justice. Those who love me will inherit wealth, and I'll fill them with treasures. So if you seek wisdom, all other things will come to you because you have that wisdom. Amen. Now the question is, where do we find wisdom? Do we go and buy it, you know, or what? I remember when we went to Form 1, there was a teacher called Mr. Kwansa. I think J.A. Kwansa or something like that. And those of you who are talking about, I do miss Mr. Kwansa. A little guy with a very, you know, fearfully and wonderfully made head. And he was so funny. <laughs> Form 1 students. And he talked, he talked nasally. Go to the GNTC. Have you seen the GNTC? We said, yes, Mr. Kwanza. Go to the GNTC and buy yourself a bottle of wisdom. <laughs> so we should go to the GNTC and buy ourselves a bottle of wisdom. And as foolish as we were truly for my students, 12 years and 11 years, we did go to the GNTC. <laughs> wisdom. We can't find wisdom in any shop. But he was a very lovely person. He was trying to tell us something. That we have come to school and we have come to gain wisdom. So we should seek wisdom. We should buy wisdom. Amen. But it was not in the GNTC. So where can wisdom be found? And Bible says, where is a place of understanding? He says that man does not know the price of wisdom. We don't know the price of wisdom. And that's why sometimes we don't value wisdom. We don't seek wisdom. 
because we don't know the price. He said, neither is it found in the land of the living. That means wisdom is not a physical thing. Wisdom is spirit, spiritual. Amen. He said, then from where comes wisdom? And where is the place of understanding? And unto man he said, behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And the fear of the Lord, he said, that is wisdom. And the fear of the Lord is not as in terror, as being in terror of God, but is to love God and to hate evil and to follow his instruction. When we love God and we hate evil and follow the instruction of God, wisdom acquired. Hallelujah. And said so to depart from evil is also understanding. Amen. Do we know where to find wisdom now? Yes, we know where to find wisdom. Wisdom is with God. And wisdom comes from God. Wisdom is found in God. Hallelujah. Amen. And so these wise men, they came to Bethlehem to seek wisdom. To seek to know they were already wise men. And they came to seek wisdom. They came to seek the Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is, is the one who carries the wisdom of God. Every word of Christ. Bible says no word of his mouth is devoid of power. Praise the Lord. The spirit of Christ is the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of counsel. Hallelujah. The spirit of might. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. The seven spirits of Christ. Amen. So when we seek Christ and we find him, we also find wisdom. We can seek Christ, but if we do not seek the wisdom or we don't yield to the wisdom that he gives, it, it, will, be, um, it will be to our detriment. But when we seek Christ and we seek his wisdom and we allow his spirit of wisdom to rule in us, we will surely be able to overcome everything. Isaiah in the chapter 11 verse 1 and 2 says, out of the stump of David's family will grow a shoot, yes, a new branch bearing fruit from the old. And the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. This is the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of understanding. Hallelujah. The spirit of counsel and the spirit of might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. This is the spirit of Christ. That when we have sought Christ as these wise men sought him and found him, we shall receive the spirit of Christ. The wise men coming, they knew who he was. He said, we have come seeking for him, who is the king of the Jews. They knew who he was. Amen. And they came seeking him. They knew that Jesus Christ is Lord. He's king. He's Lord. And they came seeking him. The spirit of Christ is a spirit of wisdom. They came seeking what Christ carried. And when they came, they brought him gifts. And the three gifts they brought him, they brought him frankincense for worship. Now let me start gold. They brought him gold to attest to his kingship that indeed he is a king of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Oh, put your hands together. And then they, 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 they brought him frankincense for worship that he is to be worshipped. It's him who ought to be worshipped and no one else. And then the third one brought him mare. Mare is a substance, an incense-like substance also used for embalming the dead. It's used for embalming dead bodies. To, to attest to his death. His death from, for, for, for the world. His sacrificial death. So they knew who he was. That he is a king of kings. Who ought to be worshipped. Who has come to die to save mankind. That was the meaning of the three gifts. That means that they knew who he was. 
and they came seeking him. May we also, like these three wise men, in spite of the wisdom that we have today, may we seek, still seek him for more wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. The apostle Paul prayed for the church in Ephesus. He also prayed that they would also receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. He said, I pray that you may receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Hallelujah. I pray also for you this morning, beloved, that we may also receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ Jesus so that our understanding will be enlightened. We will know that which God has ordained for us, what we ought to do. Because if we live this life, you know, it's, it's, it's a world full of darkness. And when I say darkness, as I said to you, I know I said it somewhere, I said it somewhere. That is always talk about darkness, the darkness of this world. We are not talking about lights being off. We are talking about the evil in this world. The challenges of spiritual evil in this world. Darkness rules. But when you step in as a child of God, you step in with the light of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Because the light of God is in you. If Christ be in you, the light of God is in you. And so wherever you go, the light of Christ within you must and will dispel darkness. Oh, are we together? Amen. Amen. When we carry the spirit of God and the spirit of God, the wisdom of God, the understanding of God, you get somewhere. And that is where you become a solution. When you become, you know, someone who is filled with the wisdom of God, you become a solution. You, you, you let the light of God shine wherever you go. And darkness just has to flee. Darkness will flee. I pray for wisdom. I pray for wisdom for all of us. The apostle Paul said we, we, we ought to have wisdom. And James, the book of James chapter 1 verse 5, also said, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives freely and doesn't hold back. He abradeth not. James 1 5. He said, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives freely and does not withhold. Amen. Whenever you ask God for wisdom about anything or just wisdom for life, he will give it to you. He will give it to you by his spirit. And you will be able to know what to do at what time. You'll be able to know what time it is. You'll be able to overcome all things. You'll be able to, to, to rise up in success. You see, if you look at people who invented things, who have, who have who made inventions, it's wisdom. They try what doesn't work. They don't stop because they are convinced that this is the knowledge I have. And they work it and work it and work it. And hey, they have it. The one who invented light. Is it Bell? No, telephone is Bell. I've forgotten the one who invented light. Anybody can tell me? Thomas Edison, right. He, I think it was Thomas Edison who said that he failed 900 times whilst trying, 99 uh -huh, times whilst trying to get us to get light. But he did not stop. Wisdom will teach you. Wisdom will help you. Wise men still seek Jesus. So church, this is my Christmas message to you. That let's seek wisdom. For wisdom is a paramount thing. By wisdom, a house is built. Your house will be built by wisdom. Your family will be built by wisdom. Your business will be built by wisdom. Everything about you will be built by wisdom. And then that wisdom that you carry will be used to build other people and other things. And that is where it becomes monetary. Because when you have acquired a certain kind of wisdom, people will pay for it. 
Amen. You can't be poor if you have wisdom. Are we together? Because sometimes, you know, you, you look at something that somebody has done, and you go, ah, why didn't I think of it before? God didn't give it to you. But the wisdom didn't come. I realize it's such a simple thing. The person is making millions out of it. So, ah, it could have been me. But truly, it's wisdom. So we seek wisdom for life. Amen. Next year, by this time, your life will be different. Oh, I'm telling you. If you don't forget this message, next year by this time, your life will be different. Because that, build up, that wisdom will build you up. That wisdom will teach you. That wisdom will direct you, instruct you. That wisdom will bring you to the place of wealth. That wisdom will bring you to a place of peace. Wisdom is a paramount thing. Wise men still seek wisdom. May the Lord bless you. Let's rise up. This one you want to pray. The Lord, I need wisdom. Give me wisdom. And you want to pray for your children. Lord, give my children wisdom. We need to pray for wisdom for our children. Because the, this world that we live in today, if there has ever been a time of lack of wisdom, there's a, a lot of technological knowledge. But wisdom, lack of wisdom, is strongest now. Or stronger now than it's ever been before. The world in which we live in today calls good bad and bad good. There is something that's white and there is something like white. Or it's white. I can call it black because I identify it as black. Come on. The worst one I had, which really, you know, almost threw me to fall down. A woman said, I, I, I will not uh, say what sex my, my child is. When the child grows, he will decide. Are you kidding? Nadia <laughs> When you look at the child, you know, you know what I mean. I don't want to be explicit here, this holy ground. There's something between the child's legs. That will either tell the child is a man or a woman. You say you, when the child grows up, he or she will decide. Lack of wisdom. Strong lack of wisdom. But that is the world that our children are in now. That's what I'm saying. When we are praying for wisdom for ourselves, let's pray for our children. Our children are, I mean, I, I feel so much for the generation, the next generation. Because the world that, and the way the world is going, hmm, is going to be very difficult. Unless they also have wisdom. So pray for wisdom for yourself. And pray for wisdom for your children. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Everybody pray that Lord grant me wisdom. Wisdom in my marriage. Wisdom on my job. Wisdom to build up my family. Wisdom to build a better life for myself and my family. Wisdom to live right. Wisdom, my God, in my work. Pray, just call for wisdom. Lord, grant me wisdom to choose the right way, to choose the best things, make the best decisions for myself and from those who I lead, those who depend on me. Somebody pray. Pray for wisdom. Maybe there's such a situation in your life right now, you don't know what to do. Don't worry, God has it. Just tell God, give me wisdom about this. Maybe it's a relationship. Lord, give me wisdom about this relationship. Should I go on or... Pray. Whatever it is, pray. Just ask for wisdom. Wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Bible says that wisdom and knowledge and understanding will build you up. Pray this morning for the stability of your life, the stability of your family, the stability of your future. Wisdom will exalt your head. Wisdom will lift you up. Wisdom says she will promote you. Call for wisdom in the mighty name of Jesus to build up 
By wisdom, a house is built. This morning, you want to pray for wisdom for your children, our youth. You want to pray that may God release wisdom into our children. As soon as a child be born, the child starts getting knowledge, starts getting you know, knowledge and demanding things. And, but wisdom will make that child who or what she ought to be. Pray that Lord give my children wisdom. Let my children receive your wisdom. Jesus Christ, Bible says, he grew in wisdom, in stature, and in favor with men and God. Jesus, even Jesus, the son of God, he grew in wisdom. Let's pray. May our children grow in wisdom. Pray. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, fill our children with the spirit of wisdom. Thank you, Jesus. Finally, you want to pray. Lord, let wisdom lead me and guide me in the year 2023. Ask for wisdom. No matter what comes your way, there's a wisdom that will come to bring solution. There's a wisdom that will come to bring direction. There's a wisdom that will come to bring you help. So pray for that wisdom. There's a solution. There's an answer. Wisdom will bring it to us. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, this one, we thank you. The Lord, daily, daily, wisdom is speaking to us. Thank you, my God, the Lord, you teach us and you talk to us. You admonish us, you exhort us, you encourage us by your word. This one, we thank you for your word, my God, of instruction that we ought to seek wisdom. And as we seek wisdom, it shall be well with us. That as we seek wisdom, our lives will be protected. Our lives will be preserved by wisdom. A wisdom, my God, will keep us. Wisdom will exalt us. Wisdom will promote us. Wisdom will bring our lives and that of our, our families and our, our, our communities and our nation, my God, into where it ought to be. So this is my Father, I pray for everyone hearing this word, both here and those who are also online, that receive the wisdom of God. Be filled, oh, come on, without measure, with the spirit of wisdom. That spirit of wisdom and revelation that is in Christ or upon the Christ may come upon you by his spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive wisdom. Wisdom to live your life. Wisdom to succeed in life. And I pray this morning for a heart that seeks, a seeker's heart. Everyone hearing this prayer, receive a seeker's heart. A heart that yearns for wisdom, the wisdom of God. A heart that seeks God for wisdom. I pray that may everyone here and those online and anybody who received this word afterwards be touched to seek wisdom like the three wise men. And may you find wisdom for your life. And may your life be well-pleasing unto God. And may your life also be well-pleasing unto yourself. May the Lord bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Kofi.